I honestly think that Camp Polaris and the location of Camp Polaris is the church is sitting on the, one of the most beautiful pieces of real estate in the world. It's amazing for kids to get to come out in nature where literally it's almost two hours to the nearest civilization. For instance, the scenery right now is mountains, a lake. It's amazing. I think I come to camp to see the kids. The kids are great. They're, they're always energetic. Camp gives them hope. A lot of these kids have hard lives. These kids live in the village. They don't have any way to get out, really. The only way to get here is by boat or plane. You can't drive. They're in a small fishing village. Um, there's not a lot outside. You're providing a home for them, uh, sort of a family and a home somewhere where they're safe and they can just have fun and be a kid for a week. Gives them a week of just meeting adults that, I mean, we have a lot of, our, even our college kids that are staff here. I mean, we got people that are gonna be mechanical engineers. We got electrical engineers. Um, music majors, all kinds of things that are interacting with these kids just that, that are fairly established people who get to rub shoulders with them and talk to them and, and they get to see people that love them and care about them that are, that are not you know, doing, doing alcohol or drugs or other things. They're seeing people that are smiling, having a good time without causing trouble. They deal with a lot of, there's suicide, drugs, alcoholism is big. They grow up in alcoholic families and they have broken that cycle. It's, it's hard, you know, for these kids to grow up in Dillingham and, and stay in Dillingham and never leave Dillingham and there's not a lot of progression going on there. And we're only one week a year, you know, so we got to really make a big impact to, to have a lasting on the other 51 weeks. Or... Jesus, when school starts, they're singing these songs throughout the year. It's um, giving them a lot of enjoyment. They're singing about God and they're helping them learn things about Him. And it's also just giving them something that they can then go home and teach others. My favorite thing is uh, water sports, like kneeboarding, tubing. Just learning about God and meeting friends. I just came to have fun and see or make new friends and visit. My favorite thing about camp is learning about God and Jesus because God is the one that made the world and he's the one that helps us every day. A lot of these kids um, don't even know, they don't know Bible stories, they don't, a lot of them aren't Christian. So this is, this is their, this is their experience with, with God. Being able to warm up is a big thing out here because when you're in the water, you get real cold real fast. When they come out of the water, they don't have a place to rinse off. And then they get what's called swimmer's itch, or they call them duck mites. A shower house would be a place where they could rinse off so they would be able to avoid having that happen. I haven't gotten any, thankfully. I've uh, scrubbed up really well in our makai, which is our, um, our version of a shower. It's basically a sweat house. We run in there and get hot, and, and then run into the lake and, and soap up, and then run back in and warm up again. Okay, well the sleeping conditions out here is basically if you have a piece of cardboard, you're the lucky winner. 
If you don't have cardboard, you just sleep on what's available, which is nothing. So we do hoard cardboard out here. It becomes a prime commodity. Like all the camp stuff here is about 50 years old, probably. It's all falling apart. The doors have big gapes underneath them and above them. The wind comes through, so the kids are often cold. There's no more cabin space. If we had more kids, we just need a facility that can accommodate. But if we could improve those buildings and the facility, um, I think the mission could be broadened and we could use it more than just one week out of the year. For the past 50 years, Camp Polaris has offered outhouses only, but with your assistance, they plan to build bathhouses and restrooms for the camp. Government regulation has changed, and camp could happen for more weeks if conditions were improved. A portion of your 13th Sabbath offering this quarter will go to Camp Polaris. Please pray for this wonderful ministry that is connecting people in the remote areas of Alaska to the God of hope. Jesus, you're my superhero, you're my star, my best friend. Micronesia is one of three subregions of Oceania. The name Micronesia means small islands. With a total landmass of only 2,000 square miles, these islands are indeed dots in the beautiful blue ocean around them. Kosrai is one of the four main islands in the Federated States of Micronesia. In this island, you will see beautiful sunsets, lush green forests, exotic fruit trees, and a lot of friendly people who know how to live in community. There are large churches in Kosrai. The majority of the people attend the large church buildings of this main denomination here. In Kosrai, the families are very close and stick together wherever they go. So when a person decides to join a different church group, that means severing from family, friends, and any inheritance the family might leave you. Conversion is such a strong decision that one may come from riches to living on the streets on the same day. While coming to an Adventist church may be considered social suicide, attending an Adventist school is highly valued here. In fact, the Seventh-day Adventist school in Kosrai, as well as other Adventist schools in Micronesian islands, have graduated senators, queens, and other government officials. Our school is well known uh, throughout the community, and many of the leaders in the islands have gone through our schools. For example, in Palau, the Queen of Palau went to our schools. Uh, several of the senators have gone to our school. Right here in Guam, the former lieutenant governor had gone through our school to Walla Walla and then to uh, Loma Linda Medical Center where he became a doctor and he practices here. So we have a lot of the leadership in, uh, in the islands. In uh, Pompeii, for example, the former lieutenant governor who's now a pastor for us. This legacy of quality and holistic education at large is credited to the dedicated work of student and volunteer missionaries who come from all over North America and the world. They come for one year to teach, serve, love, and care for the precious children in the islands. This is a lifetime opportunity to engage a different culture and to share the love of Christ. The youth here in Kosrai love to play sports. They often spend their time practicing and playing with the neighbors at the local ball field and on the school court. 
Unfortunately, the weather is so unpredictable here, when it rains, it pours. Also, the sun near the equator burns hotter during the day, and at night, there is scarce access to electric light. The kids get together and play anyway. The Adventist Church wants to build a gym here in Kosrai, as well as on three other schools in the islands that do not yet have a gym. Gymnasiums have proven to be an effective tool to invite the community to play sports and have fun, but also as a place to conduct common interest seminars, a place for shelter, and many other relationship-building activities. In Kosrai, this gym will become the center of attraction to the people of the island. Can you imagine the impact this will make? This quarter, your offering will go to support the construction of four gyms in the islands of Kosrai, Chuk, Yap, and Saipan. This small investment will pay dividends now and for eternity. Please pray for the children attending Adventist schools in Micronesian islands. Also pray for the community around Camp Polaris in Alaska. A portion of your 13th Sabbath offering this quarter will support these projects and other outreach initiatives in North America. This is Mission Spotlight from Adventist Mission.